Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning, Steve. Is that you at the 603 number? Yes, it is. All right. Man, I tell you, we put all our eggs in one basket. That is something. Yeah, I don't. It, mine started screwing up when uh, that McAfee update was pushed. And uh-huh. after it completed, I couldn't do nothing. So now I've tried to restart my computer. And uh, now I can't get my VPN started. Yeah. And it might have something to do with whatever server they're using. That same uh, McAfee must have been pushed to it. So they probably need to yeah. restart, you know, and, you know, reboot it. Yep. Yeah, I, tried I don't know, but it's... 
It's all wacky. Yes, it is. But I have my fallback, you know, talk shoe. I've had this since 2005. And the good thing is that it's free. Yeah, that's always a good thing. And even though it says it's being broadcast, it's really not. Um, I have it set up as a private thing. I didn't choose the public option. Yeah. Yep, it looks like someone else joined. Let me unmute them. All right, the 7411 number is unmuted. All right, good morning. Yeah, this is Dustin. All right, Dustin. Yeah, man, we put our eggs in one basket. This is what happened. Yeah, I had I had a crazy update going on yesterday, and then when I turned my computer on this morning, it was doing it again. It took about 30 minutes for it to be where I could even log on to VPN. Yeah. It was just moving yeah. slow on me. Yeah, and, and I the can't thing my VPN to start. And I can't either. And the bad thing is that they told us if we start our computers without the VPN first, then we would be put, we'd be quarantined and removed from the network after 30 days. So there's no way to bypass that. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to get booted off the network because then there's no telling when I'd be back on. So I, I don't know. Yep, and then after this meeting, I'm going to run to the store and run to Walmart and get some bread and milk. Oh, yeah. It's going to get bad. It looks like we're mostly just going to get rain. Well, you know, I'm, I'm further north, so it might be some ice in what I get. I'm closer to the Tennessee line. Oh, yeah. No, I see it like this afternoon. It looks like it's going to be sleeting for a few hours, so it might be bad. Yeah. And I just unmuted um, the 6007 number. Yeah. Is that you, Ben? No, that's oh, me, okay. Nana. All right. Welcome. Hopefully you get all the bread and milk that you're going to need. <laughs> it tells me they're going to charge me. It sh- it shouldn't charge me, so I'm um, not sure how it works. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a free call. Mm. The times that we um, used talk to you before, did it did it charge you? No, I didn't even check. <laughs> okay. It just said one cent a minute, so that shouldn't be bad. Well, we might go on for hours, you know. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and think, you know, now that your computer is down, when it comes to, um, man, the info for this internet metric, you might not be able to provide that. It's like Ben's joining us. Let me unmute. Oh, he's unmuted. All right, Ben, you are unmuted. Yes, sir. I'm here. 
My network is now as well. Right, but at least I got your numbers, though, uh, Nana. You sent them the other day. Uh, oh, and, yeah. Yeah, Ben sent his. Uh, the offering information from Dustin, I'm hoping he can uh, maybe email it. Well, no, you have to be able to get into your computer. Um, you didn't I get Dustin's? Yeah, I, I sent mine, Willie. Yeah, he sent it. You mean to resend it? I sent it, yeah, about two days ago, I think. Yeah, well, you can't get in there in order to be able to resend it, though. Yeah, do what now? You can't get into the computer without to be able to resend it, though, because you have to have VPN to connect into your computer. If you go in without being on VPN, you'll get quarantined and removed from the network. Remember that? Oh, so you mean you can't you can't get on there to see my email? Is what you're saying? No, I was in there earlier. I didn't I didn't see your email. I don't know what subject okay. did you even sent it. The same one as Ben. I just changed uh, lead to CCAD. Same. There was uh, something about scorecard. I think it says CCAD scorecard. Okay, I have to go back and look. Um, but I'll, 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 I was going to say I'll go ahead and resend it here in a second though, just to make sure. Are oh, you in the system, Justin? Yeah, how did you do that, man? Oh, what did you say? I couldn't hear you all. You were talking at the same time. I was asking, are you in the system? Because we are not. Um, No, I got in there. It took about 30, 45 minutes for, like, anything to let me use it this morning, though. Yeah, I'm online right now. <laughs> yeah. But I went through that yesterday, though. Yesterday afternoon, like like when we had that afternoon meeting, my computer was doing some kind of update, and then this morning it was just really slow. But but uh, but it's working now. But it took a long time to get booted up this morning. Yeah, it looks like hey, Willie sent it at two twenty five on Tuesday. Dustin did. Yeah, Yeah, I know I put Jody on there too. Can y'all forward it to my um, Gmail address? Um, we're not supposed to, but we can. <laughs> Why do you say you're not supposed to? I don't think we're supposed to do that, but I mean, yeah, we can. What's your What's your Gmail? It's W S N D I F E R at gmail dot com. Hold on, I'm going to have to ask you for that again in a second. Okay. I can't believe you in the system. <laughs> well, he had all yeah. his troubles yesterday. Yeah, he had his problems yesterday. Well, I was going to say yesterday I was having trouble. I got on yesterday afternoon, but yesterday, like in the middle of the day, it didn't work for me for a while. So what What was well, that we comment were all on it. if you were in the system without VPN, it implodes? Or what were you saying about that? I must have missed that email. <laughs> Yeah, there's an email that came from the help desk saying that you're supposed to connect your VPN first, and if you fail to do that before connecting into the network on your computer, that it um, puts you on a quarantine status and then removes you from the network after 30 days. Huh. What? 
Y'all didn't, y'all didn't, y'all didn't, y'all didn't, y'all didn't get the memo, huh? I, I saw it. Mm. So, yeah, I think it was maybe so, last week or something. Hey, so oh, the yeah. first thing you do in the morning is connect to VPN to be able to get to where you can do anything on the arsenal. Correct. And now, if, so if VPN is out, that means you can't connect to anything. I mean, I was I was on it this morning because we were on the uh, the teams meeting with Jeanette and them, and then all of a sudden it just popped off. Same here with me, yeah, yeah, it just popped, yeah. So it, now when, when I, I try to when connect, that happened to I me, get... it... sorry, go ahead. So when I tried to connect. It lets me go through the authentication, and then I'll get a explanation point, and then it just goes back to it starts all over again. Yeah, the same with me. It puts a yeah, it puts a yellow yeah explanation point over the lock symbol. Over the lock. Yep. And I hit OK, and it just it it just goes back to start all over the the process again. That's what I'm getting. So it sounds like to me the help desk is talking out of both sides of their mouth. When when I asked the help desk for a phone number for Teams, they would not give me one because they said, hey, you can connect to Teams from anything. You can become a guest, a link, or anything without using VPN. So which one is it? Are we supposed to use VPN or not? I need that email that says we're going to be quarantined, and I'm going to ask them about it. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, that's not a good thing. And so... I'm gonna have to jot down a lot of what those links and stuff are, so that I'll be able to connect from my personal laptop. Since you can connect hey, well, to the give me your give me your email address again one more time for your Gmail. Mm-hmm. Whiskey, Sierra, Nancy. What was the Del- second one? Sorry. <laughs> Sierra. You said whiskey. Sierra. Okay. Mm-hmm. Delta, um, Indigo, Foxtrot, Echo, Romeo, at gmailer.com. It's really Gmail. Don't don't put Gmailer in. <laughs> okay. I'm sending that again now. Hopefully it will get to you. Okay. Yeah, that way I can just have two screens up. And whenever I can get into my laptop, transfer that information over and send it on to Tom. It might be piercing. Let's see. Well, now that I just tried to send that email, I got some kind of error message saying it's trying to connect. So maybe well, it's not connected right now. So now I'm saying you're not connected. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, I was getting emails earlier, but yeah, now it's oh no, it still says connected, but I got an error message. Oh, okay. And, and uh, so yeah, yes, I know we were we were we were on, and then it just dropped. Boom. Yep. Same with me. I, I got a feeling that pretty much everybody at some point is going to have trouble. They either had it yesterday or they'll have it today. And Steve, if you can send me your uh, mail waiver information and your workloading information, then I can just put it all into the spreadsheet from the text that you're sending me. Yeah, I'm trying to text that man. 
good deal. Yeah. So, yeah, then I have to figure out how to get it to Tom because he was really on me this morning in that 8 o'clock meeting. You know, he told me one thing. He said, okay, I need all this by Friday. And it looks like he backed it up to say, Willie, I need all this this afternoon. And I'm like, really? You changed hmm. the course on me. So, okay. So, Willie, okay. what we can do, and if everybody is in agreement, the first working day of each month, we need to send that to you. That, yeah, that'll work. Good. That'll work, yes. Yeah. And, if and everybody is in yeah. agreement, the first working day, we need to send that information to Willie. Yeah, and, 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 and CC it to Jody as well in case I'm out of pocket. Yeah. Uh, I normally yeah. do. Good deal. And so it looks like um, the second thing on that agenda had to do with the letter Kenny IPR. I saw um, what Jody sent out uh, yesterday, um, but when I looked at the team's meeting information, it really didn't have a dial-in option on it. Are we um, shying away from that because you can connect from any browser and come in as a guest? Or do you want me to set up something, Jody, and send you what that information is, and you put it in the agenda and everything? What do you think the best way to do that is? I mean, I... If we need to dial in, I agree we need to dial in, but I hate to make yeah, you do yeah. everything that I, you know, I send you stuff to make, you know. Well, when it comes to these dialing and, and everything, you know, I can set the meeting up, but I'm not going to CC the world on it. I'm just going to only include you, and then when you do your agenda, you put whatever that, um, dialing information is at the top on it, but when you actually do a meeting, you do it inside of Outlook and uh, include that team's link, then that way it avoids there being uh, confusion in terms of two different meetings showing up, the one I set up and the one you set up. If you only do yours through Outlook and then send it out, and include my team's link inside there, that links it all back to the meeting that I would set up. And people would be able to dial into it as well because when I do them, they have a dial-in number. Okay. All right. You know, yeah, if, if you set it up. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and set it up. And send it when I get I'll, I'll send it down on Outlook. Yeah. Yeah, when I get back in there. Okay. And you want me to do the same thing for the CCAD one? Yeah, for the CCAD one. And I'm not sure if you had some dates on our meeting invite for this morning's team meeting invite. I'm really not sure what those dates were because that wasn't the right dates for the IPR. So I don't know if that was just. Oh, you saw something from them this morning? No, I, you had the letter Kenny and CCAT dates on your meeting invite that you sent for this meeting that we were having through Teams, and you oh, had okay. like the 13th and the 20th on there. Those those are not the date. I just, I just wanted to make sure when you set up your Teams meeting, the 19th and the 26th. Yeah. 
The ninth and the twenty-sixth. Nineteenth and the twenty-sixth. Okay, so CCAD is the twenty-sixth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let it be the nineteenth. Okay, got it. All right, will do. And let's see. The text of that one. The fourth thing is I saw an email from Bill McCannahan asking for a follow-on meeting with us. Um, and he was mentioning in there about, you know, the different PMR dates. Have we seen anything from Sandy alluding to what those dates are? Yeah, yesterday I reached out to uh, Hargrove to see if he could set me up with getting that list because, and they sent me the uh, the listing for December, and uh, yep. but they're supposed to get me on the list for for to be distributed every month. It's just an Excel spreadsheet of what's going on with Sam D and all the PMRs throughout the year. So yes, I do yep. have that information now, but I didn't I didn't I wasn't I didn't see anything from Dale McClanahan so. Yeah, yeah, so he was asking for, you know, what those different dates are. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, send you, I'll send you and Bob the spread. I'll send you and Bob what I have, and then uh, okay. once once I get on once I get on the actual distribution, I'll send it every month once once I get it and forward it to you guys. All right, let me write this down. All right, that'll work. And it looks like the next thing, and I guess they're going to be using teams to do this. It's one of those CRDDs that has to do with restructuring of CAM's work queue display. They're going to have a group kind of thing on it on the 11th of January starting at 10. And so I was planning to be in on that. Would any of you like to be included in that discussion? Or you good? I would like to uh, listen in on that and just uh, up my little knowledge base. All right, Steve, I'll forward that to you. Anyone else? Yeah, same here. Since me, if you know. I think that's Jody. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's, it's completely optional, but you know, I like to know the different things that they're doing, uh, you know, to assist. So when I get a hold of that actual CRDB, I'll, I'll forward it also to you and Steve so that you can uh, kind of have an idea of what they're asking to be done. All right. So the next thing is, at some point today, if he's not affected by the VPN outage, Robert Sullivan's going to send out and invite when it comes to the modernization symposium that they're going to have. And uh, I feel like that's something that we might want to at least just have an ear in um, because a lot of those systems at some point uh, we want our allies to know uh, about that capability as well as we're modernizing, you know. So he's going to send it out at some point today. He may have sent it already. I just wouldn't have any way of knowing. And 
Anybody else have anything that will fall into the other category? Other than VPN being out for 80% of us? Yes. So yesterday I realized that some of the D case managers, they create a track sheet and put it in WebROR. They don't send it to ALC uh, SharePoint. So I'm confused. Is that how they're supposed to do it or are they supposed to put it on the SharePoint? They're supposed to put it into our SharePoint. Uh, we we wouldn't get a message or anything from Webr and R saying, "Hey, uh, someone uploaded a track sheet here." Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, if an uh, email or something telling them not to put it on there because I I I won't see it. Okay. What they're supposed to right. be attaching in Webr is the statement of work or any other. Uh, like the historical documents and all that, that's supposed to be attached in WebRR so everybody has access to them. But, you know, then we attach a sign track sheet into WebRR after we've created a program. Got it. Okay. So, yeah, I think what Nana is saying, I need to go back to the email that she sent out and kind of just reemphasize that it needs to be um track sheets need to go into our SharePoint so that we will see them right away. So I'll I'll do that now. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else have anything that would fall into that other category? Yeah. Uh I have two things. Number one, uh you should be able to log into VPN now. I'm in there. Good deal. Okay. So y'all can go and check that. And uh, the second thing is Jody and I had a conversation yesterday after uh, I think I had sent an email to you guys, to Willie, Jody, and to Dustin in order of us coming together to talk about the possibility of setting up uh, a process for the depots on assets that scrap out for FMS. And we talked yeah. about the possibility of going strictly to where if something scraps out, the depot returns it back to the country. Uh, we shouldn't have multiple uh, avenues on how to do this because one country don't want it back, the other country wants it back. We're running into too many problems where the countries are asking for, well, we don't want it back, but we want you to send us a scrap report. There's no such thing as a scrap report. I know at CCAD it wasn't. Um, Then they're coming back with SDRs about, well, parts are missing, and, you know. So we talked about, you know, the possibility of just going to all the way around, no matter what country it is, if it scraps out at the depot, we need to return it. Uh, yeah. We what yeah. we don't want to happen is you know you got the possibility of it. Let's say we scrap it in house. Uh, well, we scrap it here in the United States and we send it to DRR mode uh, to be disposed of. Who's to say that if DRR mode don't do what they're supposed to do, that that particular asset 
or parts of that asset doesn't get commingled into army stuff. So my my thing is to 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 fix this whole thing is if it's scrap, send their stuff back to them. Let's not keep it here. And Jeanette so, should not be the one that make that decision. Well, the country don't want to pay for shipping. Well, it's already paid for because when the country uh, sends the asset here, they're sh- they're paying for the shipping to come. I mean, for it to come here, and then they're paying for it if we if we repair it to be returned. Who's to say what condition code it has to be to return it? It's already paid for. Yeah, I see your point. Hey, there's a code inside of LMP. It's like a scrap replacement code or something like that. What do we What do we put in on that? We you know, don't like do anything. Code. I think the depot does something. Now, Jody uh, Mendez did say that she was going to look into to see if they could pull that data, you know, um, and tried to come up with some kind of uh, spreadsheet or whatever and stuff like that to return to them. But again, you're putting something on the depot that we should not be putting on them. If it's scrap, send the folks this stuff back. Why are we holding it? Why are we letting them decide what we do with it? And then they come back later asking, well, send us a scrap report. Wow. So if they, I'm saying if they send it to us, it scraps out, let's all come to an agreement. But, I, you know, I wanted to talk to you guys to see what y'all thought on that because, you know, we're getting too many data calls in reference to scrapped assets, in reference to assets being shipped to us, being shipped to the country, I mean shipped to us to repair, and then it got excess parts on it. That's another thing, you know that we're having a problem with. And Jeanette is just looking at, well, we don't want the customer, you know, to have to pay more. Well, if you send me an asset and it has three, four, three, let's say two or three more different assets on there, now how do I send that back to you? Right. But right now our discussion is, is, you know, we need to fix one thing at a time, and I, I really think we can fix this BER thing. Is let's everything that's scrapped out, send it back. We're done with it. Send them their asset. Send them their container. Yeah, and the depots are done with it. Yeah. Now I'm, so, I'm in agreement with that. I'm, I'm sorry for the delay on the delay on this line or something like that, but no. I'm in 100% agreement on that. The only thing we're trying to map out is trying to figure out how to do that in WebRR as well. Like when they uh, deny mail waiver and the scraps and that sort of thing. Because she was in agreement that there's too many options right now. Because really now the country, there's there's countries asking three different things, like Ben said. Some of them ask for a scrap report. Some of them just want to scrap asset back. And some of them... Uh, well, the asset back. Just want it, want even, yeah, just want their asset back. So there's three different options that shouldn't be, shouldn't be that many options. Now, to, to caveat on that, as I said, I'm 100% agreement with trying to send it back 
and uh, that gets the depot out of it. And um, I did talk with her yesterday when we talked about the attribute slides. And what what she's saying is in regards to if the country don't want to pay for the shipping back on a scrapped asset, she said they, they forecast those shipping costs on a tax code, but that funding is not utilized or expended till it's shipped back. So she's saying what we're doing for the country is shipping something back using their money without their authorization. She was saying she used the example of, and I didn't really agree with it, but she used the example of if you, she took your car to the to the mechanic and and you they couldn't fix it. That's like then the mechanic uh, hiring a rollback to take your car and drop it back in your driveway and giving you the bill for the tow bill coming back. So um, you're, so, you're, you're using – sorry, go ahead. So I'm going to use exactly what she's saying when she talks about using a car. So is there some – and I want you guys to think about it. Is there some repair shops that actually charge you to check it to see what's wrong with it? There's a charge. Yeah. They call it a diagnosis. And they pay for that. Right. The only thing we're saying is that, okay, you're telling me, well, they should not have to pay for assets to be sent back that scrap. Yes, we're giving you your stuff back. You're shipping it to us to work. We bring it into the house. There's a charge that you know has already been charged to it to get it to us. There's a charge that's sitting there for me to send it back if it's fixed. Well, if it's not fixed, I still need to send you your stuff back. We don't pay to send nothing back to you. you we, we're going to send it back to you because what we don't want is you sitting up asking us what happened to your assets. That's what Jeanette ain't looking at. You're putting it on the depot to have to answer to that customer that's asking, what happened to my asset? Well, we scrapped it. Well, send me a scrap report. Well, we really don't do scrap reports. You got one country, well, send it back to me. Then you got another country saying, well, scrap it in place. We just need one way to do this. And that one way is to send them their asset back. If it's scrapped out, here it is. You dispose of it. We should not be disposing of it for them if they're asking where it at, where it is. And I, dude, it's not that big of a charge to send that asset back. It's not I big of a charge if you send the whole ship, the whole engine back. Yes, it is. Huh? But, yes, that, but that's already in there. Isn't that charge no, already is, there? No, it is not. That is not what you're understanding. They forecast that. It's not, it's like your bank account. Yeah, you forecast you've got to pay this, but until you actually ship it and put your card number in there, they're not going to charge you for it. So you, they forecast that they think they might need that, but if they don't use all their funding on the tax code, they can use that for. They can move it on the line and use it for something else. Because when CCAD finishes a, and you know as I do, and everybody on the number knows, when CCAD finishes something, they close it as quick as they can. 
it's not like Letterkenny. They don't put the shipping charges on the WBS. They put it on the tax code that in turn goes to the freight forwarder. So I, I think Jeanette's not seeing where the depot's coming from. I agree with that, and I 100% agree with we should send everything back. But at the same time, we're not seeing the charges for the country because we're using their money that they are not authorizing us to use because, no, the money is there, but we're not authorized to ship it back if they don't want it back. Now, if we could get that in policy, I agree 100%. We need to do that. But I agree. I think we should we should ship it back. So when they when, when a country sends something over here for us to do, tell me if I'm, if I'm wrong here. Their whole purpose is to send something over to us, we repair it, and we send it back to them. Right? We do, yep. Right. Okay, so now in that process, there's shipping to here and from here. That's right. all, that should cash. already be established, that it's to the United States and back from the United States. There should be a cost in there. I don't know if it goes to DLA or who. There should be a cost already established. There send is. It to us, There's a forecast. Send it back. So now you sent, it, you sent me an item. I got it. I went to try to repair it. Guess what? It's It's... Uneconomical. I, I mean, it's going to cost more to repair than it is. Uh, so now I got your asset. That's bad. What do I do with it? What should we be responsible for? Disposing of it? Well, okay, bet. If I can dispose of it, then I should not have all these questions from you. What, send me a report because I've already told you, I've already put in web R&R that it's scrapped out. And I gave you a reason why it's scrapped out, but you're still asking me for a report. Then you got another comp, uh, country say, well, send it back to us. Well, they paying for it to be sent back. You just can't give them all of these different avenues, Jeanette. It can't. You're putting something on the depot. The depot is trying to keep up with something when they got thousands of other parts there that they're trying to manage, and you got one. No, I agree. And then waiting 30, 60, 90 days for a, for a response from the country, and then they're just going to, like you said, they're going to be put off to the side, and then the country expects all the parts to be gathered up and sent back. So. <laughs> yeah. My thing is, once it scraps out, guys, it shouldn't be nothing to ask. Hey, we're going to send it back to you. We can't, we can't fix it. But I don't know. You know, you 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 got to look at, and and especially with CCAD, man, is how much you're putting on them to try to keep up with this stuff. And out of, out of the blue sky, here you come with send us a report. Where that comes from? Send us a scrap report. Well, we the report is in Web R and R. Right, said it was scrap. We said it was scrap, and we it should be in there. The reason that it's scrapped out, then 
You know, I well, don't that's know. The thing, and I, I think I may have told you yesterday. I, this may be to me. This may be the green light to go for that direction because if we just say off the top end, we can't. We're not providing no scrap report because nobody has been able to provide us one for an example. So, and I don't know where somebody came up with a scrap report at, uh, but if we can't, we can't provide you a scrap report. So, what now? You know, because I saw a comment in one record. They said if you can't provide a scrap report, send the asset back. Well, we can't provide a scrap report for any of these. So, <laughs> send the asset back. That's what I, I, I'm telling you. That's your avenue. We'll just send it back to you. And I don't think, you know, I understand what you're saying now. It's not that the depot is charging. It's DLA. Right. Is asking for, well, we need, you know, how do we, how is it paid for, you know, how do we do that? Well, actually, it should be the same way that you do for an A-condition asset. You pay for that to come back. Well, we're sending you your asset back. It just happens to be F-condition or H. Right. <laughs> and then, like you said yesterday, make sure you send the container back with it. <laughs> yep, and the container with it also. I'm telling you, that, that, I'm in agreement. I think this this needs to be. I know Jeanette mentioned it this morning, and that's kind of when our VPN imploded. And uh, so yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, I think it needs a, this uh, an answer from them, and a consensus needs uh, from all of us needs to be sooner more, rather than later because you know these craps and ber things happen all the time. So the sooner we can get a direction on it, then the quicker they can get that into where they are. So I got a change call coming in. I'm gonna go on mute on myself. Y'all continue on. But, you know, just to get back to you, now I have the understanding where you're coming across. Now that I'm disagreeing with you, the people, the the actually who is asking for the funds to ship it back is DLA. Because all CCAD is going to do when it scraps out, they're going to box it back up, and they're going to sign it back over to DLA. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's DLA. You know, another, another thing that another thing that helps us out with this. Remember, with the ones that we had that were supposedly turned in wrong. Remember the two assets yep. that were supposed to have been returned, and it went back over to DLA to uh, to and DLA contacted the army to find out about these two FMS assets and they scrapped them? Oh, yeah. That would solve you know, that problem because they never would be. An FMS asset should never be scrapped. They never would like go over there and be scrapped. If it's an FMS asset, you don't scrap it, you send it back to the customer. That would solve that problem. Right. Yep, it would. It solves two problems there once you count that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm uh, like I say, I, I'm I'm only battling here 
for the depots. Because you, we are really, really putting a whole bunch on the depots to keep track. Now, they should be, without a doubt, tracking those assets wherever they are. But we've noticed it's been really, really headaches with what's going on with them. And being that you're giving the country these three or four different avenues to go on a scrapped asset when it should only be one. Right. Yeah, there's Either too many directions we scrap it in house and we document it in, in R and that's their report, or we return it. Yeah. Especially you haven't showed us what a report looks like. <laughs> right. Nobody's ever been able to produce that. I even asked Lamar to ask somebody in DRMO if they've ever provided one and heard of one, and he said messages over there. Nobody has been able to provide with what that is. I mean, what do they want? A picture of a sledgehammer beating it up or what? <laughs> they just want a picture of this, the damage, corrosion, or whatever, you know, whatever part it is that's causing them to where they got to scrap it out. But the depot shouldn't have to have to do all of that, man. They're reporting that they can't do it. If you really want a picture of it, then let me send it back to you. You can see it. Right. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to know why it's scrap, we'll send it back to you, and you can see for yourself. We'll mark it. That's the thing too. When, when even on those, the one they sent the SDR in on these, uh, where they sent some of the asset back, but some of the the internal parts that was BER, they dermoed them or whatever because they didn't hear back from the country in time. Well, then they come back asking for well, what was wrong with the dermoed parts and what was wrong with this and what was they wanted the whole report of all this crap. It's like, come on now. Now, really, like I say, when, whenever. He can't, whoever, whenever they do a scrap within Web R&R, they should document why they scrapped it. And right. in that documentation, it tells them, well, you know, you had too much time on, you know, this particular part or it was, un you know, it was going to cost us more once we get tore into it. You know, additional parts was going to be required. Now, that's when they come and they ask for those MIPPERS. You know, but if they go in there and you got something that is just ate up with corrosion, they should document that in Web R and R. I don't know if there's an opportunity in Web R and R to upload a photo. You know, if they want a visual, but you know, to me, if you really want a visual, let me send it back to you. You can see it. You could upload one as an attachment, probably. Yeah. If you have something that you can add, you know, we can require that the depot, if you scrap it, then we need a photo, and you need to upload that into Web R&Rs where the customer can see what, what you know, the damage that's causing you to have to scrap that. And if but that should be like a 13th. It should be a turning document going to a DRMO. 1348, so, you know, once 
Um, I'll have yeah, to I'll, I'll add. I mean, you know, I kind of talked to yeah. you know, as somebody that I, that the depot that definitely works with engines. I can ask him if they score when they scrap out an engine, an army engine. Do they turn in a thirteen forty eight with the asset? Does that follow it, or is is yeah, that or are they just red tagged? Because that's what how you know. Because I'm just thinking back to when when I was a hammer seat holder, you know, and then I scrapped whatever equipment and all, and I, I had to take it down to DRMO. I had to do a 1348, and there was some other paperwork that I did too, you know, that goes over to PBO to uh, clear all the hand receipts and all. And that may be all that they're needing is some kind of a paperwork trail to clear their uh, hand receipt back at, you know, whatever unit in the country. So, but really and truly, all they should should need is the work order that says it was scrapped, you know. Because thinking back to the days when I was in the Army, you know, and, and we re- tried to repair a piece of equipment and it didn't work and it was scrapped out, then that's what was put on their uh, work order that was sent back to them, you know, and then the well, faulty equipment got scrapped. So I don't with know. The, with the depots, with the depots, there's not nothing going to a unit. They're pulling these assets out of storage, which is the uh, DLA, whether it's B-17 or whatever, it's sitting in storage. They pull them out of there, and if they scrap them out, they just tell that customer that, hey, that, that we had a scrap. Why did it scrap? This is why it scrapped, because it goes over to but, DLA and goes straight to their motor to But even if it's up. DLA and, or DS&T, they should still be a 1348 or whatever. Uh, that's what I have went to find. I don't I, I can't say yes, I can't say no on that. Derma. Yeah. But I would think that, that uh, there, there should be some paperwork, you know, to close out. I will find out records. and let you know. You know. I will find out and let you know how that is, but that's Army. Army to dispose of something is a lot easier than disposing of something from FMS. You talk about a 1348. Yeah. Do we have an issue with the customer, with the country sending 1348s right now? Oh, yeah. 2410? We already have that yeah. problem. They don't even send them with that. Yeah. Well, i tell you what. My vote is if it's scrapped, it send it back to whoever sent it in. Give it back to they them. Know. So we just wash our hands of all of that crap. That's my vote. Yeah, I I vote the same way. <laughs> All right, I don't have anything else that uh, that's something I wanted to discuss with you guys in reference to. Um, hopefully, everybody's back in now in the system. Yeah, I'm back in. <laughs> okay. Good deal. Well, all right, everybody. Anybody else have anything that will fall into the other category? Dustin. Uh, hold on a second. Right. Dustin. When did you send? 
Yeah, uh, Willie, I sent, I sent that email a while ago, but it said undeliverable. So just text me that address and make sure I use the right one. It was uh, I might have gotten the letter wrong the way you were spelling it out. So just if you don't mind, just text it to me. Well, okay. in the well, well, you can send it inside of just regular Outlook, man. I'm back in. Well, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, you should have it. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send. You, I put all your email addresses on there, so you should have just gotten Pretty it from good. me. So you okay. sent it when? Well, I sent it again to all three of Willie's email addresses a few minutes, like whenever I sent it to that Gmail one. And then I also sent it on Tuesday. That's when I originally sent it. I don't think I put you on there, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm, I can't remember if I did or not. You put me on it. I remember looking okay. in yeah, I think yesterday. It was on Tuesday. But Willie, you should hey, Willie, get right on top. I for, I just now forwarded as well, so you may have it about five times. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've seen it a whole lot of times. Yeah, but I appreciate it though. Thank you all. Thank you. All right. All right. Yeah, Tuesday at two twenty-five when he sent it. The first time. Yeah, I, I'm getting. I got one from Jody just in. They're coming in, uh, so that's right. good. And I'll update that and I'll send it on up to Tom. Uh, but I was giving, you know, all the areas kind of a sanity check, you know, before I do that. And it, it's looking good so far. Yep. All right, y'all. I'd say okay. have a good, good day. Uh, and hopefully, you know, we only get a light dusting of, uh, of, of stuff, you know. And if it's mostly rain, I got all the better. Have a good one. All right. Al. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.